Welcome back, everybody, to episode three of the VIP Experience. I am here with Randy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. And today we have a special guest. Randy, who do we got? Today we have with us my good brother and friend, Shanir. And I just want you folks to know that Shanir is the one who got me into cycling. And that cycling has also benefited not just me, but has benefited my family. So instead of stealing Shanir's thunder, um, I'm going to allow for him to introduce himself. Shanir, have at it. All right. Thank you, uh, Jeff and Randy, for inviting me for this uh, round table we have here. My name is Shanir. Um, retired Navy veteran, 20 years. I'm a current student at Baldwin Waters University. And I'm here. All right. Welcome, welcome. So... In episode one, we talked about having hope through this pandemic. Episode two, we talked about the kind of the whole health, optimal health concept and the pyramid that I discussed. So Randy, for this episode, what, what do we got? So today's topic is on the concept of spirituality and what spirituality means for you. Um, as Jeff has shared, we talked about, you know, the mind, the body, and now we're going to focus on the soul. And what does it mean for the soul and whole health? So I'm going to ask Shanir a couple questions, and we're going to get his insight from how he views spirituality, and we're going to learn together. So the first question, Shanir, is, is would you consider yourself a religious person or a faith-based person? Um, <clears throat> first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of relatively new um, compared to, uh, in, in reference to my age, you know, where I probably should be uh, okay. when it comes to... Um, spirituality, religion, and faith, I think for me, it's a medley. And it all goes hand in hand. Um, you can't, you know, just hop on a bike and start riding. You know, it's, it's a process. You know, we get on it, you know, we get our footing, grounding, we start off, we fall a little bit, we get back up. So that's, that's for me, that's, that's how I, it's hand in hand. So I learned a little about this so it can help me with that, which is religion, and faith and religion and faith together helps me get spirituality. I like so, it. So, um, yeah. I like it. I like it. So, question two How important is spirituality in your life? Wow. Um, spirituality is it's important in my life right now. Um, it's, it's the governor for me in my life. And when I say governor, I mean as far as like my actions, my thoughts. My thought process, uh, how I, you know, do things, how I go about life now. The spirituality is, is very important. It's the governor. It's the detergent. <laughs> For my spirituality, my, my inner being is the detergent. So um, having spirituality right now is, uh, it makes me a better person. Point blank. So really quick, Randy, before you uh, ask question three, you know, in question one, you, you said you're kind of new to this. Right. Were you raised, like, how was religion in your life as a kid? Like, Okay, so um, my mom had me at a pretty fairly young age. Now, we're yeah. talking back then in the 70s. Um, she had me at a young age, so <clears throat> I had to grow up with my mother, basically, because she was so young when she had me. Okay. So quite naturally... Um, you know, when I stayed with my grandmother or my my uh, aunt or something, you know, I went to church with them because I was with them for the weekend. Mm -hmm. But as far as the main source, no. Okay. It wasn't a foundation that was instilled in me yeah. at a young age. I believe in God, but I, I, I didn't have a foundation as far as like Sunday school and you stuff just, like that. You just kind of went because you had to. 
Right. Pretty much. I had to work with what I had. Yep. Like it, like it. So um, that kind of leads into question three, and that's what was the turning point that made your spir- spirituality become real? Hmm. Um, I think the turning point for me was uh, when I was struggling with alcohol abuse. Um, like I said, um, I have this wisdom about myself, and maybe you out, people out there can relate. Um, I have a, I had a unconscious narcissism about myself. So whatever happened in my life, it wasn't because of me or it didn't apply to me. So um, I got a real good lesson, uh, and that was alcohol abuse. And that was something I couldn't stop on my own willpower. So therefore, I had to get close with the higher power. And... Um, that helped me. That was a turning point in my life. I prayed, you know, I couldn't do it on my own. I need help. Please help me. And one by one, doors started to open, and here I am. So, we really want to thank you for your transparency and just telling your story. So, like, before, so what, I, what I've been thinking since you've been talking, like, so before you found your spirituality, mm-hmm. You know, and I think it maybe it was the alcohol. Like, what what did you turn to before you found that newfound spirituality that you have in your life now? Like, did you feel alone, and that's why you turned to the alcohol? Um, yeah. So, for me, what I've learned from my, through my own life experience is um, we try to solve things in life on our own, and we become dependent or self-medicate ourselves, And that self-medication might be through, um, that self-medication might be through medicine, opioid addiction, alcohol, or whatever it may be. And um, it's wrong. You know, we go about it doing the wrong way. And there's different variables that leads us to this point. Resentment might be that our parents for what, in our mind, we thought they should have did for us or sure. should have paid us more attention. Might be a relationship, might be a supervisor for not promoting you, or it could be, you know, being in the military, you know, being isolated, being away overseas for months at a time. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's, it's deep. You know, you, you put all those variables and how do you deal with it? I agree. I mean, I, a lot of the things you're saying kind of hits home with me. The one thing that I know is that I don't know everything. And I'm still on this journey myself and I'm learning about, you know, whole health and what it means to be connected mind, body and soul. But it does bring to mind this wonderful conversation that I had with this young man when I was life coaching him. And I asked him the same or similar question. And he said, um, in summary, he says, you know, when I was lost, I had lost my way. I was in a dark place in my life. He says that he um, began to just kind of he prayed to God and he asked God for a friend. And that friend God started bringing people into his life that kind of started making a difference in his life. And he says he also started to build a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that relationship turned into a brotherhood where he bonded with Christ. And he said Christ eventually with his bond, he started realizing that he needed to talk to God the Father. So by talking to God the Father and um, praying, he shared with me that he felt the strong conviction about how he lived his life. He grew up in the inner city Mm -hmm. um, near a rough area um, over on, um, they call it 105. Mm -hmm. Um, 
in St. Clair, and he just really had a hard time. And he says, that conviction, he asked for forgiveness of the things that he had done. And he said, once he asked for forgiveness of the things he had done, he said he felt as though God had called him his friend. And he really, in full circle, from asking from a friend in the beginning, he gained a brother and a father, and he eventually was called a friend. So it's amazing how people go through different things in order for them to connect with spirituality and God, but it's all good because it seems like people come out of it in a positive way. So I appreciate you sharing your story, and just like him, you guys have wonderful stories. So leading to question um, number four, how has having faith improved your health, both mentally and physically? Okay, so um, having faith uh, has helped me mentally, um, like I said earlier in, in a couple of questions ago, uh, having faith and spirituality is the governor. So it helped me mentally um, to be optimistic, stop, you know, beating myself up for things I've done in the past. Um, Health-wise, to stop drinking. So yeah. over a course of time, yeah. you know, my health improved. Um, I picked up a, another habit, which was biking. Yep. And um, I introduced it to Randy. Randy took off with it, you know, and he's doing great. It helped him and his family. It's helping me to keep grounded mentally because when you ride, you're out here in the nature, you know, you breathe the fresh air, the dopamine is flying in your, in your brain, and you, you get to think things out, you know, and you're not um, confined being in the house. And sometimes you get a little worked up. But um, also, having faith and spirituality in my life has removed a lot of things, toxic relationships, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it was with friends or, you know, relationships. Um, that's big. You know, toxic relationships, being in toxic relationships or environment uh, keeps you running in place. That, uh, that's a really, really great explanation. Um, you know, for me really quick, you know, spirituality... And, you know, I tie, I, I'm a huge with fitness and I tie a lot of my talks with Jesus um, when I'm working out, whether it be with running or while I'm in the gym. I feel the closest with God when I'm doing that because, like you said, the endorphins are running and I just feel the most clear thoughts. And that's when I, I have the best conversations because I'm just able to let loose and just, you know, talk it out. So it's really huge. Um, let me ask you this. Do you think um, positivity and spirituality go hand in hand? Or do you think a person can be spiritual and not be positive? Or do you think you can be positive without being spiritual? Mm, I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's lockstep, side by side. You know, how can you have spirituality and be negative? I don't, that's like oil and water. Right. You know, so um, having spirituality, it's all about being positive and, mm -hmm. um, you know, having optimism and um, just how we, how, how, do, how do we end up in this room? You know, good people recognize good people and their spirit, regardless so of what their color is Absolutely. or gender, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Good people recognize good spirits and you, you. You, it's like a magnet. We, we, we get around each other, you know, and good spirits, we're around each other, goes back to the toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. When I was drinking, everybody I hung around was drinkers. 
So, I mean, I wasn't really necessarily occupied about that person having a good spirit because if that person had a good spirit, they would have put me to the side a long time ago and said, hey, brother, um, I've been watching you, you know, over a course of time and, you know, X, Y, Z. I think you might want to address that. That's a real friend. And um, like I say, toxic environments, friends are the same feather or birds are the same feather flock together. That goes with anything you do in life. Good-spirited people always around each other. Absolutely. And I know for me it's all about uh, the human race. You know, I think mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you are, how, how you grew up, what color your skin is, what you believe. I believe if you're a good person and you're good to me, I'll be good to you. I agree. Um, You know, my spirituality is Christianity and my faith is in Jesus Christ. And um, I really believe in loving others um, and treating others as you would want to be treated. And as we transition into um, one of our final questions, I think this is one that's going to talk about how do we treat others right now amidst this COVID pandemic. And so, Shanir, the question is, is, how is spirituality and how can spirituality help people during this COVID pandemic? Wow. Um, I would say it takes a village. And, you know, when I was little coming up, um, I could be on my street and I could just walk freely and play freely. And everybody looked after me. It wasn't necessarily my parents. It could be my neighbors and everybody was... It was like a village. They took care of us. You know, like I say, my mom worked. I stayed in a single family. So, you know, dinner time came. I was out playing. Guess what? It's dinner time. You come in here to eat with us. You know, so that's why I say it takes a village to raise uh, kids, to raise each other mentally, spiritually. So with this COVID thing, um, the village thing is I like it. And for this reason... Uh, spirituality, you become, you humble yourself. This is, COVID has allowed us to be humble, to learn our mates, to learn our children. You know, we, we, we don't go to work and we're not in passing. And I think it's a great thing. I hope it's the new norm where yeah. we're more family-based, spirit-based. Um, uh, not necessarily look at COVID as a bad thing. But as a positive, y'all look at the, the good things. And that's a part of spirituality is turning the negative into a positive. Absolutely. I think, you know, God wanted us to pump the brakes. Right. You know, we, were, we were living such a fast-paced life. And Absolutely. Always looking forward, looking ahead to the next thing instead of just slowing down and valuing what we have in front of us. What do you think, Randy? I agree, too. I think for me during this season of life, um, I'm just learning about how what it means to be still. Yep. And... Being still in your home and, and being still and and learning to live within your own body, um, you know, a lot of times you can stay busy doing a lot of different things and you don't have time to think. But this COVID pandemic has really allowed for me to focus on self awareness and mindfulness mm-hmm. and how I can increase um, my own self reflection and you know working on my the inner man of me. So it's been a, a really good positive experience right. um, for myself and for my family. Yeah, and I think it's also been a positive because we were able to do this, Randy. You know, we were able to start. We've been talking about starting a pod, and um, I think this this COVID nineteen kind of helped us push us forward and able to um, make the move to actually um, come together and start to 
videoing these things. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the people in this room. I'm thankful for everybody who's listened so far and who's given us feedback. And, you know, eventually we're going to get to a point where we're going to be doing live recordings in front of a camera. So, like, that's, that's, that's where we, we see ourselves, you know. But it's, it's through our faith and our belief in each other and through you where we can get there. So I'm, I'm truly thankful for today and this interview with Shanir and him being here and taking his time. I'm thankful for everybody who's listening. I'm thankful for Randy. And, you know, I think I think it's a pretty good good place to wrap it up. Um, but, Randy, I, I'll leave it with you. What, what do you got? So, for me, I just want to say thank you guys um, for listening. Uh, Shanir, thank you for your transparency. Um, everyone, please continue to leave um, comments or provide some positive feedback if you can. We can only get better from this point moving forward. Um, Memorial Day is coming up. Uh, we'll yes, it be. Is honoring um, the veterans who are not here with us. Um, each of us are veterans in our own right. And, um, you know, I like to tell people, all gave some, um, but some gave all. And we should never forget. We should always continue to remember those who have served and are currently serving. So for those military people that are listening, you know, thank you for your service. And um, we'll continue to pay it forward in the lives of um military members. So closing, I just want to say that this pod is going to lead into some more great pods in which we're going to have some wonderful guests stop by. I'm excited um, for what's going to happen as we move forward. Shane will be back? Yes, he oh, will. I might be back for the next one. I like the steamy topics. It's, it's good to talk. You know? It is. So if you're liking steamy topics, next pod's topic is going to be on the concepts of um, the circumstances of life. Toxic people, and what some people would call the law of attraction. So are we attracting toxic people in our lives or our circumstances? Is it something that we're bringing on ourselves? So a great topic, and I'm excited to uh, meet again and kind of share. All right, and that's, that's it. So, guys, thanks again. Please have a wonderful week ahead, and take care. Take care, everyone. Bye.